You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, AJ Andrews of jaysfrontacouch.com. I'm not going to be saying electronic device for a while because I'm still getting frustrated with my own electronic devices. So I hope you are having better luck with yours than I am because it is starting to get stupidly frustrating trying to work with a computer that does not want to work. So this is the second episode. The second episode. You, you can combine them. Do whatever. Uh, second episode that I'm recording on my phone. Just to try and get you the content you deserve. Uh, it's been rough. Not as rough as watching a Blue Jays Red Sox game. Because just that's, you know, four hours. Like, I'm, I'm all for games with, like, offense and stuff. Like, Boston is is just the worst. The worst for, you know, playing efficient baseball. So, we're going to be talking about today's game and, the, and then just kind of the series in general for the Blue Jays. Um, they did win 10-8, Sons to Oscar. Um... So, I want, I want to be positive. I want to be positive first. Let's focus on the positives with the batting. Um, that was a good offensive day today for the Blue Jays. And, you know, you told me that Oscar would be out for the day. I'm like, alright, so they're going to score, what, one run, maybe two? Nope, they scored ten. They got 15 hits off the Red Sox today. Uh, every starter in the lineup got a hit except for Vladimir Guerrero Jr., which, of course, Vladdy. But he did walk, so he, at least he got on base. Um, most of the damage was done by two guys who really do have to step up in the absence of Teoscar Hernandez and, and provide some level of consistent offense for this team. Um, one one guy who does it all the time in Fenway Park is Rowdy Telez. And Rowdy had himself a very nice game today. Three for six. Two runs scored. Uh, had the home run off of Robinson Lair. And just basically continues to show um, some steady improvement. And we've been praising Dante Bichette and his work on the podcast this season. Rowdy's been one of his big guys to work with because, I mean, they they are built kind of similarly. Um, and Rowdy's been able to do a lot of damage against both lefties and righties, which is a huge thing for Rowdy to let. If he can hit himself out of being considered a platoon player 
that's only going to be a benefit for the Blue Jays, especially if they can use him more at first base and kind of cut down on Vladdy's misadventures, which... Uh, God, we'll be talking about that, I'm sure. But, yeah, Rowdy's just been a... He's been a lot more confident at the plate, and, and we saw this with Teoscar as well. Um, the two-strike hitting approach that Dante Bichette's introduced to this team has done wonders for cutting down on their strikeouts. Now, as a team, they did strike out ten times, but three of those were Vladdy. And I may be dedicating an entire episode to what's wrong with Vladdy. <sighs> Uh, we're a long, long way away from those halcyon days. But I'm getting sidetracked. Rowdy Telez has, you know, been very aggressive in not being as stupidly aggressive. Again, a guy who last year we watched fan at a lot of pitches has been able to just cut that down and kind of slammed the brakes on it. Uh, in 33 games this season, he's only struck out 18 times, which is a remarkable improvement from his career rate, uh, which is now 154 strikeouts in 166 games. So he was hovering more at a strikeout a game, but he's cut that down to almost half, which is something that these Blue Jays batters really need to do. Um, so I'm, I'm personally of the belief that he, he needs, like, this steady playing time to really establish himself and, and continue making that progress forward, and he's probably going to get it with Teoscar out of the lineup now, um, because it's going to be him at DH and Vladdy in the field, or vice versa, but it's just really exciting to see, and I'm glad that whatever trade they had maybe had on the horizon at the trade deadline did not fall through because Rowdy is going to get more valuable if he keeps this up and possibly be an established core member of this team going forward. We said how important it is to find that guy who can be the other, the other member of that lineup who can take some of the pressure off Kevin Biggio and Bo Bichette. And Vladdy, if Vladdy actually hits like he can and not, you know, like me. But we've seen Teoscar kind of make those steps this season. And we've seen Randy Teles do that now as well. And that's really exciting um, to potentially have, you know, our collective large adult son in our lives for uh, the future. And the, the other guy who had a very lovely game today, Lourdes Gurriel Jr., another one who, you know, is, is a guy who needs to start stepping up, because he was also in trade rumors. Keegan Matheson had that report that it was Gurriel or Hernandez potentially on the block. And, you know, Lourdes had a day where, again, he doesn't have a lot of power, but he gets on base. He knows how to work the field. He went four for six today. He also scored two runs, picked up an RBI. His batting average is up to 290 on the season. And that, that 290 average really makes him attractive as a potential second or third 
in the lineup in the future because that's what Gurriel can do. He can hit for average. He can get on base a lot of times. Um, does share Vladdy's tendency to ground into a double play, which I, I swear I'm not trying to take this many shots at Vladimir Guerrero Jr., but dude, you gotta be better. Just in everything. You gotta be better. But um, Guriel entered in a similar position to Hernandez in, in having to really establish himself as an outfield piece that the Blue Jays can build on. And with what he's been able to do at the plate, that goes a long way to getting him those that kind of consistency in, in getting out into the field. Again, this is what we talked about. Just, just having guys be consistently in the, in the lineup. And Guriel had a great throw today to nail Kevin Plawecki at third base. So he's showing that he has he can rein in that arm of his as well. And if the Blue Jays have two guys who can just fire laser beams from the outfield, that also changes the complexity of the game. It makes runners think more of like, do, do I really want to risk it on this guy? I've, I've seen him throw out other guys for less. And, you know, once the Blue Jays start getting that reputation, start putting that thought into opponents' minds, that makes it a lot easier to prevent major rallies like the Red Sox have been able to do the entire series. And, you know, they, they talked about having a winning mentality established with this team, a team that wants to be in the playoffs. It's just as important to establish that in the rest of the league, that this is a team that you do not want to trifle with, that this is a team that will make you pay for your mistakes. They may make too many of them, but if you do it, they will make you hurt. So I, I'm happy with what I'm seeing there. I also want to give um, a couple shout-outs before we kind of look at today's pitching. Um, Joe Panic had a really good series. And I've, I've seen a lot of Blue Jays fans like, well, I guess we can't DFA Joe Panic. Yeah, I know. And um, Caleb Joseph as well, since being activated, he had a home run today. So I, uh, I, wanted, I wanted to briefly touch on that because I, I know a lot of people, when Panic and Joseph were signing the offseason, it's just like, oh, minor league signings, whatever. These are the guys you need to help establish that culture. And I learned it firsthand through um through video games because uh I had the Marlins I was floundering I made a I made a bunch of moves going into 2022 signed Javi Baez had like the super rotation and the problem is I had a really young team like I I trade players like nobody's business Javi was the only real veteran I had on that team because I had, like, Nick Gonzalez and Monty Harrison and all those guys. Um, so there was no one really to be that voice in the room. And what I ended up doing is I had I had Rule 5 Riley Adams from the Blue Jays to be my backup catcher. I ended up sending him back to Toronto and then promoting 40-year-old Javier Molina, who I signed a, on a minor league deal. But he instantly became the voice in the room. Like, he's, he's the guy we're following. And that Marlins team did get to the playoffs. Unfortunately, did not win the World Series, breaking that unique little trend. But it, it really underscored the importance of having those guys who have been there before, who have done it, 
and can be that calming veteran presence. And Joe Panic, a guy who comes to the ballpark every day, has won a World Series, has a lot of experience. I, I, I likened him to Eric Sogard. That comparison still rings true. And then Caleb Joseph, who, you know, brought a lot of accountability, was able to, to keep the mode light, but definitely was, was a leader. Like, like he was like that, that's that camp counselor sort of thing where he's like playing the drums, but he's also a, a steadying voice. So I'm very happy to see those two have, have some levels of success. The Blue Jays get anything out of the catching position at the plate. I mean, that's a plus. So, happy about that. Which means, you know, I don't have to turn to Postmates to order booze to drink when I look at this team sometimes. But, you know, if you're craving sushi at 8 p.m., vodka at 11 p.m., or ibuprofen at 8 a.m. Postmates will get it to you because they are the grocery delivery, liquor delivery, everything delivery service for you. Uh, They're the number one carrier in the U.S. They're expanding into Toronto and Vancouver and they will get you whatever you need. You just download their app, you search through their list of businesses, find the ones you want, grocery store, convenience store, liquor store, retail store, whatever make your selections you can track it on the app as they deliver to you 24 hours a day 365 days a year they're going to get it to you within the hour and right now if you download that app for android or iphone whatever you want to do uh, you can get 100 dollars of free delivery credit just by entering the promo code locked on and you'll have that hundo for your first week with Postmates. So again, you just enter that promo code locked on, get your $100 for the week, enjoy it, use it up, get all the things you need because anything you need, anytime you need it, you can just Postmate it. Download that Postmates app, use that code locked on, get $100 of free credit. And you know, once you have Postmates, you're going to have a, a lot of stuff coming in so you might need to hire someone to actually manage all the stuff you're ordering on postmates and that's where indeed comes in indeed is the number one job site in america because they give you the tools you need to find people to do the work you need they have helped over three million businesses fill their employment opportunities with qualified candidates and they work with you they're not gonna you know charge you any extra they're gonna let you run the campaign that you need to fit your business so you can run run your run your ad pause it when you want you don't have a long-term contract And you can even use their tools like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. So right now, Indeed is offering listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job posts, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. So try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash LockedOnMLB. Best offer you're going to find for them. So don't bother looking anywhere else. Go right now to Indeed.com slash LockedOnMLB. 
Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through September 30th. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, I'm getting tired. It's a lot of talking in a very short amount of time by myself. So we'll, we'll get through this, everybody. Thank you for hanging on. The sound of my voice on my phone. Anyway, the pitching today. It's kind of garbage. I don't know what else you want me to say on it. Uh, Robbie Ray made his first start for Toronto. Sons the opener. He lasted four innings. He walked batters, which is something we did not want to see. Walked three of them. Gave up six hits. Two of those were home runs. Charged with four runs. Struck out five Boston batters. But, again, just not really in the area of control that we want to see from Robbie Ray. Um, And, you know, Boston's got a team where they preach patience and drag games out because they take every pitch. But... It, it was still it was still a letdown. I'm I'm gonna be blunt. It was a letdown appearance from Robbie Ray today. So we'll have to see if the Blue Jays go back to the opener strategy. Maybe they, they keep Julian Merriweather available to come out and open for him. And I don't know. I don't know if that really helps Robbie, but he he's gotta he's gotta be able to try and find something here. Um, especially if he wants to go into free agency and actually get paid. That, that is the goal, right? For him to get paid. Um, because you can't keep having these four inning outings. And we've seen exactly why with this Blue Jays team. Because their, their bullpen can't really take this much strain. Merriweather got lit up for the first time in this Boston series. Wilmer Font has had to pitch too many innings. And uh, today, A.J. Cole caught torched in two-thirds of an inning for three home, three runs. He gave up two more home runs. Boston hit four on the day. Cole got hit by Bogarts and Peraza. Little less embarrassing than Robbie Ray getting hit up by Kevin Plawecki and Bobby Dalbeck. But still not good. However... There were positives. Thomas Hatch continues to be awesome. Pitched an inning and two-thirds in relief of Wilmer Font to get him out of a hole. Hatch now has a 133 ERA on the season and has a lot of Cubs fans crying that they traded him for a cup of coffee with David Phelps. It's a beautiful thing. I like it. And then... Rafael Delis had one of the most overpowering outings he's had as a Blue Jay. Pitched the ninth, because Anthony Bass sure as heck wasn't going to do it today. Only needed 14 pitches to retire the side, and he struck out two of those batters. So, there are some aspects that are still humming on all cylinders, but... If you're the Blue Jays, you can't, you can't expect to keep doing this. And 
yeah, they have the three-game series with the Yankees coming up, and then after that, they finally get an off day, so they get a chance to reset a little bit, kind of get their pitching staff back in order, so they're not scrambling and be like, Shinyamagishi, we need four innings from you. And that, that will help, but it's it's clear that the Robbie Rays, the Chase Andersons, the Tanner Roarks, they've got to start pulling their weight a bit more. So you're not running five guys out there to try try mop up and, and hoping all five of them have their stuff working today. Because you're you're not. You're just not gonna get that. We've seen that too much over the past few days with this team. One of these guys is not going to have the stuff, and that's when you're going to get in trouble, especially if you keep playing cl- in close games like this Blue Jays team. So, yeah. Be better starting rotation. That's that's what I want to see. Um, again, the, uh, they will start a series with the Yankees tomorrow. Um, probably have a recap tomorrow if my computer will allow me. Because, again, it is just being a right pile of garbage. But we will press on and hopefully be talking to you tomorrow. Just a reminder, if you want to make sure you don't miss an episode, subscribe to the podcast on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get podcasts, you can find Locked on Blue Jays. So make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Uh, you can follow the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Locked on Jays. You can follow me on Twitter at A underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are there because Twitter is dumb like my stupid freaking computer. But that is not your problem. It is my problem. And hopefully I can get something figured out. Because I'd like to be able to use my fancy setup instead of just my phone to record. But life is funny like that. I'd like to have Teoscar Hernandez and Bo Bichette in the lineup right now. But we don't get that all the time. So we'll press onward and keep on keeping on for y'all. So on behalf of the entire Locked On Podcast Network and everyone at GSWinningHouch.com, I'm E.G. Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to tonight's episode. And y'all take care.